Hey, Chris. What's up? Do you have any simple experiences in life that you just live for? Well, I live for Jesus alone, so <laughs> I don't know about you, man, but... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> just Jesus juking me yeah, right well, the I mean, of the week. I don't know. <laughs> um, man, I, I like to play basketball. Yeah? That's probably just a little simple thing that I like to do. Um, just brings a lot of joy. Yeah. Just out there, just like calms everything. There's something about uh, like a, a nice sunset mm-hmm. and you know how the colors change in the sky and yeah. it's all like pink and uh-huh. I like to sit out on, we have a little chair in our front front porch mm-hmm. and just kind of sit out there and watch the sunset. That's pretty fun. Yeah. I enjoy You've doing got that. A, your sunset like facing, like when you're looking out of your house, you oh, see the sunset that way. Right over yeah, our house. Yeah, that's super nice. Yeah, right over that our house. That is really good. So Good plot. Yep, yep. <laughs> A lake, anything on the water, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah, my, yeah. probably my go-to. That's, yeah. You're anything on out on the guy. water that's not the ocean, mm-hmm. I love. So, yeah. Go ahead. You were going to say something. <laughs> I love, like, it, honestly, like, mornings right now, weather-wise, where it's, like, just crisp enough to be, like, cool, mm. and where, like, the coffee is just that much more enjoyable, so I can sit in the morning and slowly brew my coffee and the really pretentious artsy way and mm, nice. you know, sit outside and, and just enjoy that where it's like a little too cold, but the coffee then balances it. Yeah. Oh, incredible. Yeah. We have a lot of great coffee people in our yeah. church. You know, yeah. I was talking to somebody else last week and they had the Chemex and all oh, that yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 It's like, man, people love their coffee. So I, I love, you know, I love hoodie weather. Mm-hmm. You don't need a coat. Sure. But it's like nicer than a yep. t-shirt. You just yeah, throw yeah. the hoodie on. And Problem is we have like mornings that are hoodie weather. Yeah. But the day it. is absolutely we got not hoodie, hoodie weather right yeah. now. Hoodie mornings for yeah. sure. But hoodie weather's the yeah. it's the jam. That's some that, good stuff. And it's like the, the other one for me would be like Sunday afternoons if I have time to like put a record on and just like take that 15 minute nap. Wow. Like just however long the record goes just allows me to, to rest on a couch. It's so good. I've never, I've never in my life had a 15 minute nap. Oh, it's so good. You can it's just like, like not have to think about anything else until you have to, you know, get up and flip the record the other way. Yeah. For me, it's either no nap or like four <laughs> hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> so that's funny. Well, here we go. We'll talk about John. Welcome everybody to Weekly Hope. Uh, it's a podcast where we get to talk about Hope Church previous week's sermon and what God's doing in the life of our church. And this past Sunday, we were in John chapter 3 as we've been just walking through the gospel of John in verses 1 through 21. So pretty famous passage there, Tyler. Old Nicodemus. Yeah. Good conversation with Nicodemus. Uh, Man, was there anything that particularly stood out to you from the sermon or you think would be encouraging for our people that were able to listen? Yeah, I mean, for most of the passage, we talked about um, these three dangers that were in the life of Nicodemus. And so we talked about just, you know, broad scale being spiritual blindness, religious duty, and a life of pride. And I think, like, immediately for us in our context and things like that, those are three things that I personally can fall into um, easily. So, yeah, Yeah. I I think the the bulk of the message is something that would be um, just applicable to our lives and, and a good reminder and encouragement to to focus on. And then obviously we have, um, some of the, the just biggest and probably the first verse I ever memorized yeah. in my life come out of this passage. Yeah. It's like the world's Bible verse, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's so interesting to see kind of and understand who, who Nicodemus truly was 
to help have a, a better understanding sure. of what like Jesus' conversation is in this passage. As I mean, you recognize that he's not only a Pharisee but a member of the Sanhedrin, which is you know literally one of seventy people in the nation of Israel that were responsible for providing direction, mm-hmm. and then. You know this this one guy in particular, Jesus describes as like the teacher of Israel, which is you know obviously like this position of great respect and honor and wisdom, and probably came with you know great titles and wealth and other things. And so we see here in this passage like this very religious, mm-hmm. very smart, very what many people today would say is like very good person. Sure, that is completely spiritually blind and completely mm-hmm. lost. And man, I think it's just so interesting how how Jesus really does meet everybody where yeah. they are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, both like the hurting and broken and those who may not look like they're hurting and broken on the outside, but like are blind on the inside. Sure. And so, you know, Jesus comes in and says, you know, you must be born again, which would have been completely off the radar of of Nicodemus's life and mind. Like why would one, how does it even happen? But two, like, why would I need new life whenever, like, I'm I'm kind of this chosen one, this mm-hmm. great person in, in the nation, and I'm, you know, we've got Abraham and Moses as our father and, uh-huh. and all this, and so... Yeah, it's interesting to hear that this is the, the first time that, like, the born-again language is used. Yeah. I don't think I would have realized that. Yeah, as I was studying this week, I was like, wow, that is fascinating. Uh-huh. Like, you don't see that come up in the Old Testament. You see it come up oftentimes in the New Testament from Peter and Paul and James, but, like... Yeah. You know, it's not like this concept that, you know, he would have had a great frame of reference for. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of why it, you, you see it, it really does shock him a little bit. So, sure. um, you know, you look at this, I thought it was really, really fascinating too, was this progression of spiritual blindness in verses 10, 11, and 12, where Jesus says, you know, they that those who are spiritually blind, when we're spiritually blind, like there's a lack of understanding, mm-hmm. there's a lack of reception, and then there's a lack of belief. Mm-hmm. And so he says... You know, he answers him and says, are you the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Mm-hmm. He said, truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know, and we bear witness to what we've seen, but you, know, you do not receive mm-hmm. our testimony. And then he says in verse 12, I've told you thing, these things, uh, and you do not believe. So how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? Yeah. And so... Which know, is like I, interesting and kind of humbling to come from like Nicodemus, yeah. somebody who is like known for his knowledge and like is this teacher and all of these things to even hear there like this lack of understanding reception belief you know um from somebody that should be able to get it the quickest absolutely and i think that's a great you know word and danger for us is you know sometimes when we think we have all the answers and we think we have it all figured out um and, and or we come to we come to god with like our preconceived ideas mm-hmm. of like this is what it means or this is what this is what i'll do for god or how i can serve God, and he's like, yeah. uh, I just need you to come humbly, and like, I, I need you to just accept me, yeah. you know, and yeah, like, yeah. let my presence then guide and direct you in my Holy Spirit. You know, this is what, sure. my, one of my favorite books of all time, The Indwelling Life of Christ by Major Ian Thomas, he said, the utmost need in every ministry group, every missionary outreach, every denomination is to rediscover the Lord Jesus Christ and the indispensability of his indwelling presence within the believer. Oh, this is like That's stuck so with good. me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to steal that one sometime. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's so be easy for us yeah. to you know, do work or for, you know, for for people who don't know Jesus to try Definitely. to 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 work hard to get to God. And he's like, "Man, just 
need your, what we ultimately need is just his presence in our yeah. life. Yeah, so. yeah, no, for sure. Which leads us into like religious duty. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, just this, this like legalistic tendency to um, be and do um, just all the things, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I hear it so much where in conversation, particularly like um, growing up in kind of the Christian culture and all that, where so many people's testimony and conversations starts with the whole, I grew up in church and I did these things and mm-hmm. my parents took me to Awanas or Upwards or whatever church activity they had, uh, which I think is kind of like that modern day just version of of this religious duty um, yeah. just wrestle that Jesus is having with Nicodemus. Yeah, and we talked about it last week when Jesus went and turned over all the stuff in the temple uh-huh. and like calls them out. And it's like, well, why would people continue doing that? And it's like, well, because it's easier. Definitely. You know, it's easier to go make sacrifices sure. and it's easier to go like, you know, walk through some motions and yeah. and do some stuff that sounds really good. You know, and, and like mm-hmm. I mean, this is chronic there's like chronic religiosity in the nation of Israel that like we still have today. Definitely. But like one of the most fascinating things for me as I was studying this passage and you, you hear the example of the bronze serpent and you know, this this great foreshadowing of Christ being lifted up on the cross and all of that was incredible. But like I had never, I never remembered or understood or like knew the story in second Kings 18 that Hezekiah like, had to go break up that bronze serpent. Like, uh-huh. he had to go, like, destroy yeah. that thing yeah, yeah. because they had turned it into, I mean, literally into an idol. You know, like, they're sacrificing to it and, like, burning incense to it and lugging this thing around in the desert with them for hundreds so of years. crazy. You know, it's like this provision, it's right back to the golden calf, you know, yeah, where it's like definitely. you know, this provision that God has and this, like, sign of your rebellion and then sign of his salvation and then, like, you're going to take that object and take that thing and then make that thing like the means of salvation mm-hmm. and worship that instead of God. Yep. And like we can do that with church. Like we can Definitely. do that with the church building. We can do that with, you know, community group. We can do that with our own little relics and like a sure. cross around the neck or a thing that like this is going to be like my my peace or my hope or or whatever. And anytime that becomes anything apart from just Jesus Christ alone, like we've missed it. We've We've been trusting in like, our chronic religiosity mm-hmm. instead of in his indwelling pres- presence alone. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And that's something we talked about this past week in our community group is it's such a, an interesting balance where like Jesus gives us the greatest levels of freedom that mm-hmm. we could ever have yeah. um, from sin and from like having to do these things and live this life. But yet sometimes it still just feels easier to do that. Yeah. Cause yeah. there feels like a, a payment, you know, like, all right, we're good. We're clean. Like things are, you know, passed on. I, I did what I had to do. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's such an interesting balance because like in no way it is that easier. No, like we see here like literally dragging for seven hundred years this thing around this bronze serpent. That's nowhere like easier than Jesus. Yeah, and like what he's given us. But sometimes it still feels that way. Yeah, and that led to the last piece of like just pride. Yeah, you know, and I think that's what we see a lot of times in our life is sure. you know those those who choose to continue to re- reject the gospel, reject God, it's because of our own pride. You know, and you see verses really 18 through 21 where yeah. Jesus talks about this darkness and the light. Like, and I talked about it in the sermon, but like, why would we not just do what is the simple thing, which uh-huh. is surrendering? And it's because like, we love, we love the darkness. Like yeah. we, we, we want to live our own way. We, mm-hmm. we want to be our own God. We want to like serve ourselves and like, and like get the things that we want and like, Sometimes the hardest thing is to say like, "I'm going to surrender." Like I'm yeah. going to surrender to Him. Uh, I, you know, I said in the sermon, it's not, 
it's not intellectual problems that keep us from trusting in Christ. Mm-hmm. It's moral problems. It's spiritual blindness that keeps us in the darkness. And uh, and I think you know, so many times we'd say like we would rather just walk in our own path um, than have to like than have to to surrender or trust God. So yeah, uh, yeah. What is it? The G.K. Chesterton quote. I didn't I didn't say this yesterday, but it just keeps coming back to my mind. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what is it? The Christian life is not. Uh, is not something that's uh, tried and found wanting, but it's something that's um, left untried. You know, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, I need yeah, to look yeah. it up. But, no, no, yeah. Um, you know, and I, I just uh, something that's found difficult and left untried, mm. and uh, that's just stuck with me. You know, sure. so I know I botched that quote. Man, I should have looked it up. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I think the ultimate application is surrender to Jesus. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And. If you've never done that, I mean, there's never been a moment in your life where you went like from from death to life, like where you were reborn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do that. You can pray and ask ask God to save you, and you recognize you're a sinner, and you recognize that His Son uh, came and lived the perfect life and died for our sins in our place, and uh, and, and trust in Him as yeah. your Savior. And you can tell Him that in your own words. It doesn't have to be a magical prayer that you pray after me or Tyler or anybody else. Um, and if it's a heart of faith and you're truly seeking and desire of the Lord uh, and you, you want to be born again, you tell him that and he will save you. And then for those of us who are Christians and are walking with Jesus, um, to rest in his indwelling presence, that we don't have to go work for his favor or earn his favor or go back into a life of sin or slavery or anything else, that we're free to, to walk and follow Christ and to trust in him. Uh, so it's been a good reminder for me as we've studied this passage and uh, look forward to continuing next week as we see this week, you know, Jesus talks to this very smart religious man. Uh-huh. Next week he talks to a uneducated, you know, prostitute woman. So, yeah. it, man, he's a savior of all people and all people need him. So it'll be yeah. neat to see um, next Sunday as well. So Yeah, that's part of the, the cool piece of, of getting to walk through um, just one of the Gospels in John is like, I mean, we need to hear the Gospel every single day yep. as a reminder yep. in order to walk in freedom and walk in trust in Him and like grow in holiness. Yep. And so for like every Sunday to not only be like Gospel-centered, but to just be like hearing from Jesus the Gospel presented to people over and over again yep. is just like incredible reminders to us. Absolutely. So. A few quick announcements that we have coming up. Uh, tomorrow night, we have our ladies gathering. And so uh, just a great opportunity for ladies to connect and meet together, have some fun and fellowship. So you can sign up for that on our events page. That's on our website, hopechurchjc.com slash events. And then we have our men's Bible study on Wednesday night, the last one for the month of September. Um, and then coming up here in a few weeks, we'll have our family dedication service, October 23rd. Something to sign up for and be on the lookout if you'd like to be a part of family dedication, and that's where the church will just come alongside families and uh, and commit to encouraging and helping you raise your kiddos to walk with Jesus. And so it should be a fun time together. Uh, then be in prayer for our Puerto Rico mission team that's getting ready to leave in October to go serve uh, our friends down in Puerto Rico as uh, we should have a, a great time just getting to encourage and serve church planters uh, down there. So pumped about that. Yeah. But any other announcements or anything else I'm missing, man? No, I think that's good. I think the only other thing would be um, Explore again. So if you're hearing this podcast and have not um, been to our Explore class and just heard more about who Hope Church is and what we are, um, it's just a, a great place to get to do that. Absolutely. Yep. Next one's on October 9th. It'll be right before service, 8.30 a.m. 
and great way to come and connect and meet some other people in the church. So it's been a weekly hope, and feel free, you know, subscribe so you can uh, get this. Generally comes out just about every Tuesday, and we love to talk about our sermons and uh, talk about the life of Hope Church. So I can't wait to see you this coming Sunday at 10 a.m. You can find out more on our website, hopechurchjc.com slash events.